Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Humble Talk podcast. And um, before we do the introduction, actually, let's do the introduction now. So, I be, well, I am. Will um, I be? Actually, it's will I be, yes. <laughs> yes, will I be software engineer by trade, family man. Um, hobbies include riding scooters to work because I don't like to pay for transport. Ghanian. <laughs> <laughs> spoke like a true nigerian obviously. <laughs> and then the partner in crime is yes guys again it's smart aka smarticus or you can also call me smart the speaker. the speaker um and in terms of profession i work as a financial crime analyst um, in terms of hobbies listening to podcasts type boxing listening to audiobooks as as well um play some professional football um again we've decided <laughs> we've decided that every single time on the podcast we'll always introduce ourselves um other hobbies of course you includes, don't have to keep repeating that listen i do you need to let them know you need to let them know but yeah other hobbies include of course spending time with a lovely girlfriend um and and today today we've got our guest back with us um because of the topic last week yeah part one yep yep so we decided to bring him back and again we've had we've had a lot of positive reviews of people (laughs) saying they want him back so of course um we decided to bring him back in our guests just a bit of introduction as a a long 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 um friend of mine who have been friends for over 15 years grew up together um but yeah i'd let him introduce himself um a bit more yeah thanks guys thanks for having me back really enjoyed the conversation last week um so yeah to the listeners um my name is chumika i have known these guys for quite a while um and i work in finance and yeah what else what else what else that's a bit loud what else what what do you want to know what do you want to know what's what's your interest what's your hobbies what do you do in your spare time Um, like what else yeah so if you if you listened last week you'd have probably heard that i enjoy playing sports um but for the most part these days work takes up a lot of my time so if i'm not working um usually just yeah with my partner um, and oh, that, come that's on, really don't, it. Don't say you're you're under the thumb as well. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Come on. All right. Yeah. So today, the topic is part two of their black experience in Scotland. So last week we covered like um, uh, their our kind of our perception before immigrating to Scotland, our first impression upon um, arriving in Scotland, the school experience higher education and friendships and bonds so this week um we, we'll, we'll finish it off with some uh used to stuff in it the female experience <laughs> the workplace experience and then wrap it up with like kind of our future prospects in scotland so um since it's the female experience and we have two guests here always talking about their girlfriends i think it's only right that we let um our guest jamaica um Jimmy, go ahead about the female yeah. experience. So, yeah. girl, so his girlfriend, who is probably listening, can find out about. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's got his female escapade. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. Before Will says anything else and starts getting people in trouble, I just need to correct Will. Fiance. 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 Oh, okay. Fiance. Okay. So, okay. please, please, let's, let's just make sure we. 
we have that the t's yeah yeah cross the t's and dot the the eyes eyes. fiance see see, they're scared already (laughs) he's He's like coming coming in there to to rescue him right there (laughs) yeah so um so female experience what was your let's say from university onwards let's talk from there or unless you want to go back further but what was your experience with the with the scottish ladies um in scotland what was your first experience and what do you think about well not like first experience but like yeah any relationships how did it go what were the differences any resistance like what's up what's up now i think for me looking back looking back right i think when i was in school i didn't really i didn't really talk to girls that much initially because obviously i just came from london (laughs) (laughs) so I, i didn't really talk to girls that much i think like when i was in school in the first couple of years like the first year actually because obviously i just came from london and i was just focused on like uh being me football and and so on i think it was when i got into so i came when i first came obviously went into fourth year i think it was when i got into fifth year mm-hmm. that's when i started interacting with girls a lot more just um just because true story i was the only so for talking sake in fourth year started uh started drama mm-hmm. but um did you girls... start did you start a drama because you no 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 no, 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 no. Yeah. so so started drama so started drama so i decided to take drama obviously like in in um as a higher yeah as a no standard grade it was actually standard grade so um there'll be people listening from different backgrounds so standard grade is probably equivalent to english gcse's yeah, yeah? So okay. So basically, standard grade, and initially, I think we had about twenty-five old people in the class. Okay. By the end of the year, by the end of the year, all the boys had dropped out. I was the only boy there. So They're very resilient. Yeah. So <laughs> listen, of course. So I think, in all honesty, that experience probably helped me break out my shell because yeah. in terms of like mixing with like different kind of girls whatnot like it's pretty good odds to be fair yeah it's pretty good odds <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think that experience helped me massively and then going forward i, I became a bit more comfortable with girls and just in terms of like mm-hmm. it almost felt as if i was almost acting every single time i was oh, speaking okay. to a girl because naturally when you're in the drama class you're acting, you're acting, yeah, you're acting. Yeah, yeah. So then when I would be in like a normal setting, mm-hmm. it's almost like showtime. Just, I just, even though, even though if I was nervous as anything, I will just act okay. as if I'm not. Okay. But initially that's obviously my... So you got comfortable until you had to tell them you're Nigerian. Then. <laughs> when I told them I was Nigerian, they were smiling. Uh, okay. <laughs> While running away. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, what about Jimmy? What, what about yourself? Yeah, um, school. Um, I think my first proper girlfriend was in fourth year. So, I so think, what age would you say? I think this is about 16. 16, all right. Um, so, white girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, actually never, I've actually never dated my own race. Um, okay, careful. But, <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, to yeah, be fair, yeah, yeah. when you... Think about it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's 
let's touch on that a little bit. Why do you think that is? Because obviously, sometimes it's like you see some you see some interracial couples and people are looking yeah. or staring in, in a in a strange way for whatever reason, as if there's something wrong with it. Yeah. But why do you why do you think, think on your for, personal basis you've never actually dated someone from like your own race or your own country or? Well, go, to be, go go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say in my, in my particular case when I think. So 16 at that particular school, like I said last week, I was the only black person. Yeah. So they, they just weren't, yeah. you know, they just weren't black girls. Yeah, I think yeah. I know, obviously I know that, but I think at the same time, the reason I wanted us to touch on that is just so that yeah, 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 people yeah. can understand because the, the probability it's is, very, low, yeah, is yeah. very, very low. And mostly if there is any of our black girls or it's most likely your friend's sister yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. 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 Like, you're not, you you're not gonna be that guy <laughs> well, you, you don't know smart do you <laughs> but yeah so yeah carry on carry on carry on so yeah no i was just gonna say literally um to expand on that um so literally to date i've never dated my own race um okay. but I, it's not and it's not particularly because like i have a preference for white or anything like that yeah, it's just, it's just because growing up in scotland like Smart was saying, most black girls I knew my of at my age were like my friend's sisters. Yeah. So, um, and to be fair, when I th- when I think obviously before bros before hoes. Yeah, exa- ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um so yeah, probably first girlfriend at sixteen. Um between now and then I've maybe only had maybe two or three serious relationships. Okay. Um yeah. Well, for me, I moved. I moved up to Scotland after uni. Um, okay, so during uni, again, I was maybe one of two black people in, in at the time in still in uni. Um, would you say? So, would you say there's a difference between obviously the vibe when you was in England compared to when you came to Scotland? Yes, I. I so I was in school. I was very. I was quite shy and you know in school is all about kind of popularity and i wasn't popular was that in england or scotland in england okay. in england in school I, I went to school in england i wasn't popular or unpopular i just played sports so everybody knew me oh william the goalkeeper you, you, you see so i started getting a bit of attention when i went to college and uh, by the time i was very shy and i didn't know how to deal with it but by the time i went to uni in scotland um I thought I was ready in it, and I, <laughs> and I was getting a, a lot of attention, mo- mo- mainly because I guess the the girls were curious, right? You have the London accent, and at the time as well, uh, like you know the London attitude, I was, you know, Peckham boy kind of vibe, and I was yeah. very, I was very, very confident, like, but only because uh, it's the same confidence that all my friends had in London, whereby you can mm. go out, you can see it. A girl and literally you don't think twice you can mm. just go and speak to her yeah hold on hold on let me actually add to that because i think it's funny you say that because i remember when i first came from 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 london right and i think it was about that time where kidderhood yeah yeah yeah. Right? yeah and then a lot of people yeah. in scotland was watching that movie yeah, and yeah, yeah. when they hear you sound the way it's almost like an attractive, yeah, attractive yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, and then it's almost as if when you're around people, you put you put on the accent just a little. Bit. Well, I, I <laughs> yeah. wasn't I wasn't trying to put on yeah, the just, accent, but yeah, just yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit more. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, 
and also I was playing football for like a known club at the time, Falkirk. And and they, if you live in Sterling, you know about Falkirk because they're like neighboring towns. So in uni, I did get a bit of attention through that. So Freshers' Week was interesting, obviously. You make some mistakes in hmm. Freshers' Week. You have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Sharpshooter. <laughs> no, no comment. But yeah, my first serious relationship was, I think, the, maybe the second term of, of first year. Um, yeah. And then after that, my second one is um, my wife now. Ooh, oh, wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I was going to ask this question um, because of what we're saying in Scotland that the fact that like the numbers of black people are low. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been in a situation and to be fair we can ask this yeah. of you in England. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where like Smart was saying uh, when they came across a black person say coming from England with the yeah, accent yeah, 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 yeah. you were almost a novelty. So have yeah. you ever been in a situation where you know a girl was talking to you she seemed like she's really into you but for some reason, you can just sense that, like, you're you're kind of like a fetish, right? It's like I wanna, do you know, you, do you know what I mean? It's like some people into this. It's like I wanna try, you know, do you know what I mean? You wanna, she just wants to try black, and you're yeah, just yeah. that experiment. But have you ever? <laughs> she wants that gun in jollof. <laughs> that seasoning. That <laughs> At least it's got seasoning. I'm not sure about the Nigerian gelato. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna go into details, but yeah, yeah. There, okay, I was just curious. Yeah, there was those. Um, I think Freshers' Week. You know, as well, like in growing up where I grew up in London, you don't, you hardly meet like very rich people, and then you go to uni where like all walk all people from different walks of life are there and there was this yeah freshly week one of his white girl uh, yeah she was going on about all this flashy stuff and she got horses and lots of money and she just told me flat out she just wanted to black person i'm like oh okay um that's where the story ends isn't it smart i'm not gonna but at the same time also like uh, in in about just before i met my missus i i was like maybe single for uh after the first series maybe a year or so something like that and just before i met the missus there was another black girl who a black girl who came to um sterling yeah sterling Mm -hmm. and every time it's like it's as if I don't know if you've got it before, but as if people expected us to go together. But she was cool, but I, I, I didn't like her. Like, yeah, I've... Yeah. She was cool, but I didn't like it like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's but almost, get, almost like get, a sense of... When you're both like out and you see each other, you, it's as if there's people looking at you to see if... You you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know yeah, what you yeah, mean. Yeah, I yeah. think I felt that. I felt that at school as well, but then it's like it was, it was weird because the... The black girls, or you, you almost felt as if you couldn't, just because you've yeah. grew up with, with your brothers and you've seen them. Like, you yeah. feel almost as if like, you yeah. know them on a personal level that you couldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah You yeah. couldn't break that like. Yeah. That line, and so now. So it's, just to clarify, Will, one. have you dated your own race? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And smart. You have. Yeah. Smart. My have first, you? My first girlfriend. Was okay. Her. So I'm the only one. That's interesting. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> You're the only one. But again, it's like. Remember, I lived in London for a lot longer, and no, I was like, exactly. And where they were just, you know what I mean. And again, so did I. Obviously, in London, in in America as well. So it's like the probability is enough. Yeah. Like yeah. is in our favor. But whereas, obviously, with with yourself, Jimmy, is that you grew up, obviously. South Africa, but then you most of your life has been yeah. in Scotland, yeah. so it's like it's it's normal. But if you if you was to say that to someone else, they'll probably be like, oh yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? But then yeah. if you think about it, probably in terms of like just numbers, probability where you're in a primary I think, school. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. I think in the it, it just I was gonna, I'm going to make a point that adds to your point. I think in the last census that was done for Scotland, which I think I believe, I think it was a 2011 census. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do one every decade. Um, the black population of Scotland was zero point zero eight percent. Yeah. So yeah. imagine that. So like Out even of five million. Yeah. Well. So, so imagine that. So even when when you was at school, um, when you moved school to um, the the area that you was living in, you was the only black person. So how can you possibly find like the probability of you finding another black person and then clicking off and being with that person? It's like it's almost the chances are slim. Like very 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 slim. Yeah. Yeah. Any more to add? Um, I know you guys. I think you guys survived. You didn't spill anything where your girlfriends will be asking questions. Should they listen to this? I've always been a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna tell the audience what you told me before we went live. So I, I just keep it between you and me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Very respectful. Next one um, is uh, workplace experience. So now we've gone through the education, um, university, we've graduated, and we're entering the workplace. So just to clarify, did all of you, uh, I, my entry into the workplace was not in London, was um, completely a place, completely new to me, down south in, in England. I just went because that's where the, the opportunity was when I applied for the graduate role was Newcastle, so it wasn't in Scotland. How about yourself? Mine was in Scotland, so mine was in Glasgow. So came back from okay. America, applied for jobs, and then started the graduate program for Enterprise, Enterprise Rent-A-Car. And then yourself, Jimmy? Yeah, my first work experience was in was in Glasgow as well. And so you two got a, a initial experience, so I'll come in later. I'll let you guys kind of go off. And the question is, do you, um, so smart, it was there... Did you feel anything different? Did you f- have any feelings at all or experience anything out the ordinary when you first started because of your kind of black, I guess? Um, I'll probably say it was almost as if it was expected for me to be like just that cool black guy. Our first night out, they expect you to dance, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, just think about it logically, right? So in every movie that you're in, there's yeah, always yeah. like, if you're the only black one in the pack, you're always like the cool, cool black one. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I think within the office, there was almost like an expectation just to be like, Oh yeah, just that yeah, that that cool black guy that can do everything. Yeah, if there's yeah. anything that you need done, yeah, just just go to him. And to be fair, like when I was at Enterprise, I can probably say, um, for the most part, I done what I can to uh, live up to that reputation. Mm. But then of course sometimes <laughs> it's like 
sometimes you took a back seat and like i wonder what no no <laughs> sometimes it's almost as if it's like when you're not feeling like being that cool black guy <laughs> it's a and you're still being forced yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a problem but oh, you're think, feeling the pressure yeah like like looking back now it was uh, it was quite interesting though to be fair but uh it was a good time it was a good experience and um yeah, it was I good. think smart. It's, it's actually quite interesting in your case because football has been a workplace for you, right? Yeah, so you've, well, played, yeah. you've played a professional level. Yeah, football as well. Yeah. You, you know, you've signed a contract. You're basically getting paid, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's employment in a sense. So do you have an interesting experience on that? Yeah, even with football, I'll probably say it's, it's, it's the same thing because it's almost as if it's like you almost expect i think in football actually you're almost expected to be i feel as if you almost expected just to be able to do everything mm. like in terms of obviously you're strong you're fast um and then obviously if you think about what people watch and see on tv like usually like you're funny you're 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 confident so just it's in a footballing environment. It is different. It is different, and I think the expectation level is very, very different. But within the they, workplace, they, they didn't realize you was none of that. You wasn't <laughs> funny. You wasn't smart. You said your name was and he wasn't confident. But so, uh, so how did it go down? But I think, did you disappoint them like like a typical Nigerian. No, nah, I think <laughs> within I'm only joking. within the football environment is very, 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 very different. But I do feel as if. All joke aside, I do feel as if more, it feels as if more is almost expected, mm. as if you should be able to do everything, and if you can't, then it's like, well, it, almost like a, a look of disgust mm. in a way. But looking back now, I think the teams that I've played for, um, we've had we've had good people in the dressing room, good teams. So it's when I've not felt it as much, to be honest. Um, so, Jimmy, your your first experience then in uh, starting your career? Yeah, so my first proper, proper, like, obviously had, I've been working since I was 16, so wow, I had kind okay. of like odd jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. My first proper job. Hold on, hold on. What's the strangest job you've had? The strangest? Yeah, or the weirdest? Strangest job? Um, or the most uncommon? Uh, while you think about it, I'll tell you one. It wasn't in Scotland, but I was there for about six months when I, obviously, here in the UK, at 16, you got your national insurance. And you're happy because you can work legally. But, obviously, the government is always happy because that's when they start taking their taxes on me from you. Which is fine. Unlike the fire guys, just, just, just about <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, let's not get into that. But, <laughs> but for me, it was, uh, um, I was, for six months, I was actually a cleaner. My first job was a cleaner at Tesco's. Every Saturday, there was a big Tesco's, I think, in New Cross. uh, No, in Lewisham, in London. And every Saturday, around 5 a.m., was me and this lady. And my dad hooked me up with that job because the the cleaning company manager was uh, my dad's friend. So what you're basically saying is, started at Tesco, now you're here. I'm just saying, first, you were saying about the most unusual job when I'm just telling you I was at, cleaning at, at Tesco for six months. But okay, I didn't say anything okay. else. We, we, we know the Ghanaians, we know they like to show off, we know, we know. But yeah, Chimmy, on you go. The question was for Chimmy anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to give him some time to think. Like, I wouldn't say it was a strange job, but the job that's probably most different to what I'm doing now. 
is I think when I was 16, me and you, me and yourself actually, yeah, 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 yeah. we worked in the kiosks at football stadium. Yeah, I uh, remember. Basically oh. serving pies at half time. I remember those days. Yeah. Um, so we worked in like Hamden Stadium, Celtic Park, and Ibrox. These are the big football stadiums in Glasgow. For you anyone, I've actually I actually did the same as well for Crystal Palace and Millwall was an agency. Yeah, yeah, Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like thirty pounds for like a couple of hours at yeah. half beginning, half time, and at the end. Yeah. But then yeah. remember, like just to take you back, remember when you got paid? You felt as if she was, yeah. she was raking oh, it. Oh, I thought I was. <laughs> I <laughs> thought, <laughs> yeah. Was, I remember specifically because it was five pounds per hour. Five pounds an hour. Uh, we we like when yeah. payday came, we were we were rich. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we had money. You know, well, the best thing was like after the games, sometimes it'd be like obviously that like, food left yeah, over, yeah, yeah, pies, yeah, yeah. hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. you could just have like hot dogs for free and stuff, which was as as a sixteen year old, you're just absolutely loving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how was your experience then at um, graduate? Yeah, so at graduate, yeah. so yeah, my first job was with an energy company, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to think, was I the only black person there? And so certainly out of our intake. Maybe there was yeah. like a 20, 20, 20 people in the intake here. Mm-hmm. I was the only black person. But to, to be fair, maybe in the whole company, at least in the office that I was in, maybe there was like 2,000 people in that office. It's quite a big office. Mm-hmm. And maybe I could count maybe less than seven black people um, yeah. in that office. Yeah. So again, quite typical of my schooling career mm-hmm. where um, it's just um, very white. <laughs> which is yeah, which is there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with no, it. It's just it's just the population of Scotland. It's normal, right? Um, and I didn't I didn't necessarily have any bad experiences. Um, didn't think I was treated unfairly though. Although there was there was times oh, where yeah. I felt. Yeah, so hold on. I was going to say, do you think they went out? Do you think they went out the way to make you more comfortable than other people? No, I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say so. Like I'd like to think I was hired because they thought yeah, yeah. I was the best person for the job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got into the job, um, I wasn't treated any differently than any other any other other graduates. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, very positive experience. Actually, what's interesting though is that I sort of helped out with the diversity campaign to basically try to get them to attract more was that was that from did you do it because you felt passionate about it or did you do it because of your end of year review you will look good no to be fair to be fair the the opportunity the opportunity came up the opportunity came up and um, I got asked basically, and I was like, "Yeah, why not? Um, all is happy to help." End of your review. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, for me, obviously, my first one was British Airways. Again, not in Scotland, but I can relate. Um, what you quick smart you said, you felt they went out their way. I obviously, you. Well, I went through four rounds to get it, so I kind of felt yeah. like obviously I needed to be good enough, otherwise they wouldn't employ me. But when I was there, I was I think I was the only kind of black person because I what I I'm in technology, so I was the only black kind of guy in in our tech office, and um, I obviously I didn't think they went out their way, but I I always in the back of my mind I thought maybe is there a bit of positive racism 
Kind of no, but then, yeah, that's so we just throughout in the recruitment process. Obviously, at the time, I was shifting careers from psychology to technology, and there were people there who actually did technology in uni, and they were so I'm like, wow, okay. And when I got it, I was, yeah, yeah, I think that's hold on, I think that's what just to touch on that quickly because obviously, you know, I don't like like going too deep into this topic, but I think that's something a lot of people don't actually factor in in terms of when you talk about positive racism. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, you've categorically just, just said it yourself, where it's like you had to go through four stages of interview, so it's not as if positive racism or not. It's like you yeah, had yeah. to be good enough to show that actually, yeah, you know yeah, what, yeah, yeah. I can hold my own and stand my own yeah, in this yeah, environment yeah, yeah. and compete against other people as well. So, no, nah, like, give yourself some credit as well because four stages... Is, yeah, is, but it, it, no joke. Also, so when I say that, I mean like imagine, like okay, it's down to me and this other guy, right? You know what I mean? Would it can work for it can work for you or it can work against you? Yeah, but it can work for you or it can work against you. And I think sometimes as well the fact that, like I says, you've obviously performed at the level that you've performed at and shown that you're you're capable of of doing the role. So again. Yeah, fair yeah. play to you. Yeah, what about so going up as you go up in your careers? Um, similar to you, Chimuri, I haven't really experienced anything negative. A- anything negative I've experienced with work is more, is nothing to do with my car, uh, my race or anything. It's more um, to do with kind of differences in opinion, you know, and you get that everywhere in the workplace. So I've got no experience there really. Yeah, I'll probably say for me, it's. It's the same. I think across my my working life so far in Scotland, just just be likable really. Um, yeah. It's actually not really in terms of race. I don't think it's it stopped me from doing anything that yeah I would I would like to do um, or promotions or anything like that. So I think in, and I think and I think I'm missing a trick. Maybe with my career progression, I may need to. Consider picking up diversity programs. My end of year review, see where it gets me. <laughs> no, I'm only joking, Jimmy. It was a good, it was a noble thing to do to try and bring in more diverse candidates to the pro, um, to to the company. I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think as well, like you, you can only be. There's a saying, and I've had a lot of. I've had a lot of people say, actually, so I don't know who it's attributed to, but there's this saying that you can only be what you can see, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's 100%. like, it's kind of like... No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again. Say the whoa, 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 whoa. Just in case they missed that, please say that again. Please, you can only please. be what you can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's kind of like when you think about... Take, for example, Serena Williams and Venus Williams in tennis. Yeah. Right? Before them, before them, the idea of any you know, black person making mm-hmm. it a, a, a high level in tennis was just like... Next, next, yeah, next. Yeah, that, 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 I'm not going to... This podcast is not about refuting that claim, but then if you can only be what you can see, what about... Okay, so what? What? who did Serena Williams and... Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying... I understand your point. You're basically yeah. saying there was... There was there was no one before Serena, so who yeah. did they see, right? Maybe they but see they saw think, somebody who they want to emulate, but, but not in their color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think, I but I, I think, I think in general, I think in general, right? It is important 
to to see someone to see someone who's, who's like you. So yeah. yeah, so you can see. Oh, you know, so they've you know made it exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, people who are extremely yeah. talented, like the Cyril and Williams of this world, mm -hmm. they were probably always going to make it, right? Yeah. They just needed yeah. to work hard. Yeah. And they were always going to make it. And, and to give you props on that, you know, I know I was joking about diversity and all that. So me, myself, you know, there was a diversity program at work and I applied for it because... And one of my claims during the interview process, because they hook you up with a mentor, mm -hmm. um, a, a mentor um, who is a higher, like a managing director level mm -hmm. and who is also your ethnicity as well to kind of show you within the company... That it's, pos um, that it's possible, in this, really. Mm -hmm. And in the interview process, when he asked me, and I just said, I said, look, every, I don't really see my people who are from my background in such a high role, really, in, especially in tech, cause obviously because not a lot of black people do tech. And, and secondly, I didn't. That was the, the honest truth. And... Uh, when you go through the company, there's not a lot of... So I just said that, and yeah. So I am... It, mind you, it's not for my end-of-year review. This is something else. <laughs> so, you know, maybe that's, that's our difference. All right, I think we're going on a bit. So lastly, to close, um, future prospects in Scotland, um, what do you see? It, it could be about anything. I know the black experience in, in, in Scotland. So what, what do you see in the future with regards to that topic? Yeah, I think to be honest, like from what I'm seeing from Scotland now between the last 10 to 15 years, I think Scotland's became a lot more diverse. Like seeing faces back in the days where... Yeah. Yeah, back in the days where you, are, you walk about, if you see another black person, most likely you know them. And now you see a black person, you're wondering, oh, I've never seen this guy before in my life. Yeah. And I think Scotland is becoming a lot more diverse and seeing the infrastructure that's up and coming in, in Scotland. Uh, for example, the new Barclays building, J uh, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, all these, all these, all these companies. Um, yeah. Coming over to Scotland, Glasgow specifically. Um, so now it's been good. And again, in terms of uh, investing, investing in, in in Glasgow as well in terms of like properties um, you get good value for your money as well so now it's been it's, it's interesting to see and I'm excited to see what the future holds yeah for myself before we go to you Chimmy to fin finish off when I first came I didn't really see that many black people right but now you see a lot of black people now especially in Glasgow and they all about 8 times out of 10 they've got the London accent if they don't have the London accent they've got the American accent and they emigrated from like Zimbabwe or, <laughs> or Congo or something. You, you won't be, you'd be surprised how many Congolese are in Glasgow. It's like, while, while the Nigerians and Ghanaians go, hmm, London, we'll go there. The Congolese go, eh, man. <laughs> I'm going out north. Yeah, but you hear a lot of the London accent now. So there's a lot of people migrating from other parts of the UK yeah, definitely. To, to, to Scotland as if they've discovered um, something. Like they yeah. discover that new land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's true. Well, the benefits is, I mean, the fact that you can get uni for free still, you know, it's, it's yeah. a big thing. It's a big draw. Yes, it's priceless. Because is £9,000 £9, a year, so. Yeah, so, Jimmy? Well, yeah, I think for me, definitely, gr gr as I've grown up, there's definitely more black people in Scotland. Um, I think for me, looking forward... I think I would like to see that being represented in all areas of society, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So more black police, because I, I, till this day, I, I don't think I've actually ever seen a black policeman in Scotland. Um, maybe, you know, just m- m- more, I don't know, more black lecturers, more black people in tech. Um, mm. To my knowledge, there isn't a black person Scottish pol- in Scottish politics. I could be wrong about that, but to my well, knowledge, it could be you, it? The, there isn't. Yeah, it could be. Um, and then you can start the diversity program. <laughs> so, so it's just it's just some more representation in all walks of life um, would would be would be good, I think. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed this episode part two. We enjoyed making it, and yeah, Jimmy, man, you should come back for our our episodes, our topics of interest. You know. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem. And uh, Smart, do you want to close off? Yeah, yeah with listen, your usual listen, 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 thanks for listening, guys, again. Um, we've enjoyed recording the last couple of episodes, obviously just um, looking back to our lives being in Scotland. If you do have any ideas in terms of what what you'd like us to discuss, please drop us a review and let us know what you thought about the two episodes. And again, you can send an email to what? HumbleTalkPodcast at gmail.com or Twitter HumbleTalkPod. Again, um, I don't really follow that. But you can send a message. I might get a ping. I might not. I have to check if I put a notification on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or just uh, iTunes, leave us a review and we, uh, we, we look over there. Yeah. Perfect. On to next time. Yeah. Thank you very much. Peace. Thank you, guys.